Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. with you what in the fuck was up at the Super Bowl last night not entirely but Super Bowl equals super sucked it did for those of us who are not Patriots fans and basically just thought to ourselves okay maybe we should watch paint dry or maybe we should watch NXT's halftime heat Simply because it was more entertaining and it had the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Not only that, man, he, you know, the match featured Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, yes, and um, Adam Cole, baby, going toe-to-toe with Velveteen Dream. Hit it, the one and the only, or the one and only Ricochet, and their partner, Alistair Black. My question to you all is, what took so long for that halftime heat? I, you know, I'm just starting to wonder, what took so long to the point where... You're wondering, it took three hours, it took fucking three hours for somebody to score a field goal, yet it took five seconds for the crowd to be entertained with Velveteen Dream and Gargano and all of them. I'm surprised that Adam Cole actually coexisted quite well, because to be honest, not a lot of people... Thought that that tandem 
of Gargano, Ciampa, and Adam Cole. I mean, they're all very talented guys. Their egos may suggest otherwise, you know. Um, but I gotta say, there's there's one thing <clears throat> that I enjoyed about NXT. <clears throat> Being at halftime, some may say that it was very, very enjoyable compared to Adam Levine. I don't care, man. I'm gay for fuck's sakes. And I got to say, him taking his shirt off gets controversy. So now what? You can't take your shirt off or have the fucking pasty on the boob like Janet Jackson did? Just come on. The NFL is a hot mess. Some believe it's rigged. I believe it now because I'm a Raiders fan and Gene Steratore is a piece of shit. When it comes to you're going to measure you're going to measure a fourth down with a piece of paper. And people wonder why I flocked to watching professional wrestling during halftime versus the shit show That was the fucking Super Bowl. The worst ratings, folks, since the Miami... And Washington. There we go. Miami and Washington. So, while I'm getting shit together... A little bit of Monday Night Raw recap before I get, you know, to praise NXT as I wanted to. I I definitely praise them all the time on this show, <clears throat> but I I gotta say this as nicely as I can. I was very impressed the ebb and flow of the match between Velveteen Dream, the one. And only one and only Ricochet. And also Aleister Black. I mean, sure, some say it was a spot fest. I don't give. T- Look, I would much rather watch that shit than to turn on the TV and see another fucking punt. It was amazing to me how some people say, well, we watched this and we watched that. I don't know what you guys were watching, but unless you were a Patriots or a Rams fan, the game, the game was not all that satisfying, to be honest with you. Compare that to the NXT halftime heat and you tell me. For those of you who didn't watch Halftime Heat, I'm sorry. I like Maroon 5. I don't mind Adam Levine taking his shirt off. Like, is that such a fucking crime? You can't strip on national TV, so now he faces a fight. Okay, well, that's why I stick to watching pro wrestling, because 
we don't have to worry about the legalities of being sued for guys half naked body slamming one another under the apron or going off the ropes and clotheslining one another or just having a super kick party, which I don't know if that was a shout out to the young bucks, but it kind of, it was kind of funny to me how some were saying to me, was that uh, the whole game or before the game Sunday, I was at work and uh, there'd be customers. Is the game on? You know, I got to say, Mauro Ranello has a voice for football. So maybe we heard Mama F and Mia. He's going down the sidelines. And his metaphors are on fucking point. That's why I love Mauro Ranello. He's a fucking brilliant announcer. Of course, they had Vic Joseph. Um, they had Vic Joseph and, of course, Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels, WWE Hall of Famer. When the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. And Shawn Michaels said, yeah, it is. I just, it was amazing, dude. The whole the whole show of NXT versus the entire Super Bowl. You have twenty six actually thirty six minutes of match versus four hours. And you were telling me that Yeah. See, this is why I thoroughly enjoy wrestling. Because we're not told who's going to win the match. We are told, well, sometimes Dave Meltzer ruins it for all, but... You see what happens when you read results to people who actually say this is what's going. We're actually going to get a mania we want. It would have been nice if he would have followed the format, but you know, some people like going different, and some people just like to spoil shows. So, anyways, what I'm going to say is, while my mouse disconnects, watching. Yeah, it was a win-win. Yeah, watching NXT was a win-win for wrestling fans. Watching the Super Bowl, like I said, and if I'm comparing and contrasting, it was the lowest ratings that CBS ever had. And to reference that point, how many people were actually cheering for New England? Unless you, okay, if you're from Boston, it makes sense. If you're... If you're not, like some of us are, then we really don't care about Tom Brady winning another fucking ring. I mean, what is he, Thanos? 
snap his fingers and then have the rest of us turn to gravel or dust? Watching wrestling was much more pleasurable than watching the bullshit that was on CBS. The commercials sucked. The games sucked. It was negative. It was negative all around for people that are not Patriots fans to be subjected to it every fucking year. Oh yeah, Tom Brady's the favorite to win. That fucker doesn't want to retire till he's forty-five years old. Get the fuck out of here. That'd be like if Shawn Michaels were to say when you know he had already won his twelfth uh, WWE championship. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna retire till I'm seventy. But you know, in some ways, he's come back here and there. Is he's got one, actually two bad wheels and a bad spine, so I don't see that happening anytime soon. I love my El Idolo, Shawn Michaels, but uh, <laughs> I think it's great that they put on a main event that made fans get out of their seats. And they even showed you previews of NXT. They showed you, like, if you love NXT, you're going to love this. The way they advertised it was very down-to-earth. It was very relatable, even though Hunter is a Patriots fan. Go figure. You know, we're all fans of something, but at least he gave us what we wanted. Us, as in the fans that, you know, if you don't watch NXT, you're really missing out. It was, it was like a mini takeover. And it was amazing to see that these three gentlemen who have the same, like almost the same exact goals, just, you know, different targets that they want to go after. They have in mind, okay, I'm going to win this championship. So you have Velveteen maybe going after Gargano. You have Velveteen maybe going after uh, Ciampa since he and Ciampa have fought one another. And Aleister Black just kicking everyone's fucking head off, which was amazing. So, what value did we get as wrestling fans from the show that NXT presented us? It gives us hope because, yes, Ambrose is leaving. Yes, AJ Styles has not renewed his contract yet. Yes, Ash and Dawson are not, well, they're not happy. They haven't really renewed their contracts either. Um, Maria Kanellis, Mike Kanellis, uh, Dolph Ziggler is not been confirmed yet as leaving to go to AEW. But, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, man. You never know if someone's staying or or leaving. But I will tell you this. The value that wrestling fans got from the show that was presented is Was top notch You know why We got everything we value for our money Everything And It made me feel like Okay Maybe there's hope Maybe there's hope Like I said at the end of 2018 It took almost 10 months For shit to get right But hey we're not Beggars aren't choosers right just want to point out 
before I go further on my little rambling rant or rambling informant rambling bullshit because folks it's way late in the morning but I had to redo the fucking podcast that's not right so apologies go out to folks who heard me ramble and rant in some ways I'm not sorry about some of the shit that I said because it's true though you know those who heard it about fans that is anyways it was a win-win it was a fucking win-win why because normally when you think of professional wrestling going toe-to-toe with football you think man I don't want to see these stupid guys going up against one another sweaty bodies blah 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 this is boring not NXT, folks. NXT never disappoints, even if it's a half-and-half half show. Meaning, if you didn't want so-and-so to go over, well, then you better hope the other half of the card. No, that's not how NXT works. And I don't speak for Hunter, who is the fucking mastermind behind the genius of NXT. It's like, if they were to write another book about NXT, I would buy it. Very next day, I don't care. Like, it was so fucking genius. It was brilliant. The show at halftime was way better than the Super Bowl, and it was way better than what was presented to us as far as quality goes. I mean, let me say I'd rather have quality than quantity. So you had four hours of fucking commercials that blew ass. You had, I guess, Hunter did ask permission to get the theme for halftime heat. They filled the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. They filled that to capacity because it's no shock of day. I mean, it's wrestling. Who would turn that down? You go to a show, you get tickets to it, you see what you want to see. Not, okay, let's see another penalty flag thrown on the Los Angeles Rams the very first fucking play. If they even get a whiff, if they even got a whiff of coming back, it still wouldn't have mattered. It's already, you know, the league already, in my opinion, chooses who they want to win the Super Bowl. That's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty bold statement, but it's true. Now, does WWE choose who they would like to become champion because, for obvious reasons, I mean, everyone and their mother wants to see Ronda Rousey lose in the worst sort of way. Some don't. Actually, most do. You notice, folks, <clears throat> Becky Lynch was on Monday Night Raw, the man. There are some tidbits of Raw that I like reporting, and some tidbits I don't. The tidbits I don't, I'm just going to say it right now. I get updates on my phone. I really didn't watch Monday Night Raw, but to be honest with you, I was happy to see Becky Lynch. I wasn't happy, however, the fact that, you know, for whatever story angle or whatever, she's injured, so she's suspended until she has further evaluation whether she can she can compete or not. Well, if she's good enough to stand on one leg, I think she should be cleared, but enough about the man. I love her to pieces. But, you know, here's what I'm going to say. It's not sad for a wrestling fan that the NFL got outdone 
or outdid by or out, yeah outdone by a match that was only close to forty minutes long, but it sure as hell outdid the whole entire fucking Super Bowl as far as you know if you want to go for quality over quantity. The match itself had a lot of, you know, spotty spots, and it was entertainment. It was very entertaining. Ricochet did a reverse 450. Velveteen hit his, uh, you know, purple rainmaker, which is basically the macho man elbow drop off the top. But he gets some really nice height to it. Aleister Black basically played, you know, the front man who is... The fort was to fall down Alistair would hold the fort fucking down For reals So it's just It amazes me how some people Well UFC could have done better Ow I don't think so I mean if they had a UFC fight It'd just be as boring as a Super Bowl That shit's fixed too and some may say that it's not. Yeah, I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Because how is it? And I'm going to use this example. That Conor McGregor was protected. Until Khabib. Thank God for Khabib. Just, just going to say it. There are some... That will always be sitting there... Fandom and thinking Good old Brian Rails Is rambling again and No There's some that be set in their fandom And they will not change their mind No matter how stupid it is To think in, in A one dimensional way The WWE did a phenomenal fucking job Of keeping people awake Versus us wondering what must one do to keep awake? I know. Turn on the WWE Network while working at the airport and make sure that you turn the volume down, even though the action is high impact and fucking amazing. And man, if they would have that, you know, they'd get laughed at if it was Super Bowl, but if it's in their own element, that was smart. You. You broaden you broadened your market. You've invested all this time and money into a product that has grown exponentially since two thousand ten. The way that it's evolved, I mean it okay. FCW. When it was FCW and you had about maybe thirty to forty fans, you had, you know, a few guys and gals coming up from WWE to see the talent give advice like Undertaker and all them didn't have much to go off of. You had Dusty Rhodes who would seek out talent along with Les Thatcher and now the staff just continues to grow for NXT. You have Sarah Amato, Sarita Deeb, you have Matt Bloom, Norman Smiley, Robbie Brookside, Nigel McGinnis, uh, even you know, at times Michael Cole will come in from time to time and just field you know the talent level or scope out the talent level. 
at rugby matches, at the Olympics. Hell, even UFC. Look what they look what they found: Baszler, Marina Shafir, Yezaman Duke, or Jezaman Duke. So NXT is expanding its brand. They're expanding its exposure. For those who don't tune into NXT, please understand: you're missing out. You're missing out on the fact that they just went up against the Super Bowl and did fucking phenomenal. How? I mean, hell, dude. Not just the super kick party, but there were moments in the match where you think, okay, I I really I really want to say thank you to Triple H because if it were not for him, there are a lot of people that would not exist. In the wrestling world, he gives you know the oddballs, the outcasts, a chance. Some may disagree with me on that point. Uh, it's the truth. I mean, you can say that he doesn't give opportunity, or that he's an asshole. It's always open up for debate, right? But like a good friend of mine, well, not good friend of mine, someone I know says, I call him Uncle Bob. He says, in order to succeed, there's a lot of things you must do. But the first and foremost, utmost importance, but the utmost importance it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyways, you must be a good servant. You must serve the company you work for, the companies you work for, and do a great job. Look at look at Velveteen. Look at Ricochet. Look at all the men that competed in that six man tag match. They they managed to give us well what the Super Bowl couldn't, and that means a show. Given us time after time at takeovers at <clears throat> various other places. Throughout the entire fucking career that NXT has been there, they've given us a show. I don't ever doubt that you know Hunter's going to try it again. Now, if it's it's it'd be a different story if the Super Bowl was interesting, right? Well, I'll still watch it. I'd rather watch NXT halftime. He'd do it again, like Evolution. <clears throat> I know some of you are asking me, why didn't I review Raw, and why haven't I mentioned AEW? Well, I will watch Raw tomorrow, or actually today, on replay, and I will assess very briefly, folks. Buckle up your seatbelts. Put headphones on those ears of you children, because I'm about to get real. Yeah, you're going to get inside the mind of good old Brian Rails. Get ready, fuckers. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of
let's just say it, folks. <clears throat> a lot of us crazy theorists out there believe that the Super Bowl is indeed fixed, and that every team for you know the season begins to start, it's predestined. Yeah, you know, normally I would talk about. The fact that Ambrose is eyeballing AEW, the fact that Ziggler is too. Billy Gunn's already there. Chris Jericho, Ivelisse, Johnny Mundo. The list goes on. But let's talk about what really, really peeved America. Let's talk about sex. Okay, maybe. Let's talk about the fucking fact that most of us around the world, well, some of us around the world didn't really care for the Super Bowl. Why? Because for the third year in a row, it's like that petulant child that keeps whining and crying until they get their way. Did Tom Brady's team work hard to get to the Super Bowl? I don't know. They're in the weakest division in the NFL, so they go 12-4 and four guaranteed every year. Although Patriots fans would probably disagree and say that their team worked their asses off and they were good. Whatever. Tom Brady is known as the GOAT. Hmm. Unfortunately, my team, the Oakland Raiders, started that fucking dynasty. No, here's the fucking problem. I watched that, you know, I watched my fucking phone the longest and just said to myself, you know, maybe paint drawing on my wall would be more entertaining, or better yet, stubbing my toe in the door would be more entertaining, or listening to an oldie station on loop while working at a Home Depot because that's where I used to work. Or better yet, listening to a customer gripe and bitch and complain about how you know, they've been mistreated and you know it's been a horrible day and you're thinking in the back of your mind, gee, you know, I have more entertaining shit to deal with put up with, so here's what I can tell you. The NFL just doesn't seem sincere anymore. Uh, I know this is not a, a sports podcast, but I just figured I'd touch base with this. If your ratings were low on CBS, the four hours because the Super Bowl, you know, the commercials, People get paid for their advertisements, whatever. What value did it have? They won 13 to 3. Wow, so boring. So fucking boring. The Rams were a high power, high scoring offense that scored 40 points a game. They had some studs on defense, and I can't stand the key to leave, nor could I stand Marcus Peters. But now, boy. Marcus Peters looks fucking stupid for getting in Sean Payton's face. Just saying. When the Raiders, my team, when the Raiders give up on you, you know it's bad. Anyways, I think that the Super Bowl this year was just one big hey, how can we help the Patriots win the game? How can we, the officials, that is, how can we make sure Tom Brady gets properly treated? And not just him. 
when there are some instances where they hit Goff out of bounds clearly and no penalty, not one. Also, there's another uh, illegal hand to the face. Where the mouthpiece come out of the came out of the guy's fucking face mask. Isn't that illegal hands to the face? They're just pointing out some penalties that were not called. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the Patriots are now six-time champions. Okay. Wrestling had to endure a period in which Charlotte and Sasha were literally... It was like ping, a, pinball, a pinball machine effect where they're bouncing the title back and forth with one another. Fans don't like having a team shoved down their throats, nor do they appreciate when something is force-fed down their throats, like Sasha Charlotte. Yes, they had a few amazing matches. No. Then it became redundant, and fans were like, no, we want something different. They're finally giving us Becky because it's organic. It's what we wanted. What does this have anything to do with the Super Bowl discussion? Gee, you know, give the fans what we want. That doesn't mean the Patriots are going to throw the game for the Los Angeles Rams, but Jesus Christ, dude, there's got to be a different team. And, and my friend and I discussed this. I would rather have seen the Saints in the Super Bowl. Definitely not the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I have to say that as as a biased Raiders fan. If you were a true, and I'm going to get this out there, if you are a true Raiders fan, you'd be not cheering for either the Patriots or the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. One, we started the uh, fucking dynasty of the Patriots. You can take claim to that, and I don't want to brag about it, but we did, unfortunately. The Chiefs... hmm, they have Patrick Mahomes, but now everyone figured out the key to unlocking Chiefs' weakness, and that is keep Mahomes off the field, and you'll win the game. But you can't do that every game. So, anyways, it was a win-win for wrestling fans. Why? Oh, before I go, folks, what's up, UK? What's up, United States? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia? I didn't forget about the U.S. of A. What's up, Canada? What's up, Australia? What's up, Tokyo? How y'all doing? Anyways, it was a win-win for us wrestling fans. Why? Because we didn't have to put up with the bullshit of having deja vu all over the fuck again. And it's like it's on autopilot. Every fucking year the Patriots are in the goddamn playoffs. But is it how is that different from wrestling when it used to be uh every year we're gonna see John Cena as the WWE champion or to some of you how it's different. Because at least in wrestling Sometimes what you read on the dirt sheets do not come true. However, the dirt sheets, the metaphorical dirt sheets with Tom Brady is, today, Tom Brady gets uh, babied again. And he gets every bit of special treatment, including whenever someone tackles him, 
they get a penalty. Or, you know, do you get penalized as a fan? Oh, yeah, we really like this guy, but we're going to be subjected to have whomever the WWE is throwing our way to be forced down our throat. Sometimes that did happen. Mm, like, okay, I really didn't understand how Balor has put up, you know, a bad fight against Lesnar, and, and somehow they they hyped him up, they hyped Balor up, and they didn't they didn't capitalize on that. They didn't ride the wave. So, here's what I'm going to tell you. Professional wrestling, for the first time, when it went toe-to-toe with uh, the NFL, they did their job. They got fans to be entertained. Um, As far as overall, overall quality NXT versus the Super Bowl, damn, they're good. Not the NFL. I'm talking about NXT. Wow. Kudos to Gargano, Ciampa, and Adam Cole, baby. And kudos to Ricochet, Aleister Black, and Velveteen Dream. Y'all killed it. All right, folks. Sorry about the last podcast. My apologies. I was hungry, didn't have anything to eat, but I still stand by what I say. And... When you're at a show, just enjoy it. Don't try to psychoanalyze it. That's a podcast journalist's job. Anyways, if you didn't like what I had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And uh, one more thing. Kudos to Shawn Michaels for being an excellent announcer. HBK, the heartbreak kid. This is Brian Rails, and I'm signing off. I gotta go to sleep.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.